You're listening to The Den Download, a podcast designed to help coaches and movement enthusiasts with tools and insights for building a strong body, a stronger mindset, and your strongest life. I'm your host, Allison Tenney, a strength and conditioning coach on this journey with you to have in-depth conversations of what it means to have an impact on and in the world around us. Let's dive in. What's up, team? Welcome to episode 15 of The Den Download, where today we are diving in to this topic around self-help. And I see it a lot on the online space, particularly in the coaching online space, because it's all categorized under self-help. And I know we are all trying our best to be our best, and it does take a concerted effort. It does take some self-help, the self-help books, the self-help podcasts, the self-help therapists, because I know I've got mine. But when does self-help stop helping you? And that's really what I want to talk about today, because I don't know about you, but I've been getting to this place lately where coaching and workshops and all of these things that are thrown at us seem really bright and shiny. And I don't know about you, but I really like bright and shiny things, especially when those bright and shiny things are telling me that they can help fix me, solve my problems, get me where I want to go. And to me, that's part of the problem. And so I want to have this conversation with you today to be able to discern what is actually helpful. I think we really need to look at the actual words of self and help. Because if we bypass this idea around self, then we'll never actually get to any of the helping part. We have to understand ourselves and know what actually needs the helping hand. So I really think we need to start from a place of understanding ourselves at a much deeper level before we start looking to others to explain those things to us. And that's where I think we really get it twisted. We haven't done the internal work to understand our thoughts, our beliefs, our biases, and all of these things that make up our world, including our internal world. So when we dive into self-help or take workshops or hire a coach to help us with certain aspects, if we haven't done that work to understand why we believe the things we believe, particularly around ourselves, right? Like if we haven't looked at these thoughts and beliefs and narratives that we've grown up with, that we need to unlearn or need to unpack, all we're doing is putting more bullshit on top of bullshit. So step one is really a clearing of the past. We have to understand who we were as children, as adolescents, as college people, as young adults. All of these phases and stages of our lives have shaped us and molded us, including the people around us. How can we come to terms with that? How do we understand that? What stories do we have about ourselves around those things? Have we looked at those things? Because if we haven't taken a look at the past, then what happens is we just drag our past into the present 
and think that we're going to somehow have a different future. And it doesn't work that way. Before we dive headfirst into all of these self-help things, we have to make sure that we have a clear understanding of where we've come from to get present with why we want to be doing this work to be able to have different outcomes for ourselves in the future. And here's the thing that gets really missed, particularly online for all of you online coaches. This is not quick or easy work. And this is probably not the work that you should be doing with your clients. Unless you are a licensed therapist or any type of therapist in that type of realm, you have gone to school, you have a master's, you have a PhD in that stuff. Cool, 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 cool. But for all of my fellow fit pros who are like, I do mindset work, that is not your lane. And so I'm speaking specifically to a personal experience of when you are doing self-help work, what can be helpful? If you're going to try to move into new spaces for yourself, we have to be able to look back to then move forward. I'm not talking from a perspective of, hey, coaches, help your clients through this stuff. No. Disclaimer. Not your work. It's also not easy or feel-good work. I don't know about you, but man, I, I wish it felt like rainbows and sunshine and butterflies when I dive headfirst into self-improvement and self-help stuff. But usually that entails digging up my demons, shining a light in all of these super dark corners that I'm like, meh, no, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll have time to deal with that. I'm too busy. But those are all just excuses, truly. And the most fulfilled that I've been in my life has been when I have put effort and time and attention to what needs attending to. Sometimes that's eight-year-old Allison who needs to be told that she is loved and valued. Sometimes that's forgiving college Allison for the mistakes she made and the choices she made. But all of it needs to be done with care and a type of attention that you can really give yourself some time and space. And when I say time and space, I also mean time and space to step away. I think an important part of this equation is, yes, diving in headfirst, not really knowing what you might unpack or uncover, uh, and usually it's not pretty, so make sure you have the support around you. I have a lovely therapist, I have great friends, and Side note, your friends are also not your therapist, so make sure you have a professional who can support you in the ways that you need to be supported when you're doing that type of work. But time away is really important in this type of work. I, I always think of this quote that's like, you have to like go through the fire, right? Like walk through the fire and you're transformed. And I always think of a phoenix and what like a beautiful metaphor that is. But you also can't sit in that fire and think that that is going to transform you because eventually you'll just 
burn. And that is not the point of the work. The point is to enter the fire, be transformed in certain ways, and then step out, step away for time to heal, for time to process. It's like, you know, being thrown into the deep end and expecting somebody to just tread water for the rest of their life. That's what people think self-help is. Oh, well, if I just jump in, then I'll be transformed. No, you have to get out of the pool and dry off to be transformed. And the problem with a lot of the self-help racket that happens is that you start choking on some water in the deep end or needing a life vest. And then along comes the next self-help guru or the next book or podcast or coaching course. And they're like, oh, I see you're drowning. Buy my course. I'll teach you how to not drown. And so then you buy the next course or you purchase the next book and you read those things and you do those things, but you're still in the deep end. And you still haven't learned how to swim because you just keep buying and moving to the next thing instead of getting out of the pool and taking a rest and allowing those things to really sink in to transform you. We need to have time to integrate the information. Information is great and we are in an age of overload when it comes to information. Believe me, there ain't no lack of information. Whatever you want to find, you can find it on the Googles. We are in such this age of overload, though, that we do not give our time ourselves time to process. And we need that time to process for things to really change us. What we want is integration. And instead, all we keep doing is looking around outside of ourselves for information. And information alone is not enough. And I'm a huge proponent of self-help. It can look all kinds of ways. It can be therapy. It can be coaching. It can be coursework, education, journaling, meditating, talking to a trusted mentor. Self-help can look all kinds of ways. But there is an ebb and flow and a seasonality to self-help. There are times in your life where you will be taking in lots of information. And there are times in your life where the integration and the action part is going to be more of a priority. And then there are times where rest is necessary. And I don't know about you, but I'm real bad at that rest part. Because I'm on to the next thing. On to the next, on to the next. I have to go, go, go. I have to be learning more. I have to implement this next thing and make sure that I'm staying on top of all of these things. And I don't know about you, but it's fucking exhausting. It's exhausting. And so we need specific times set aside to rest. And that's on your own timetable. There's I love taking courses that are three months, six months long that are very focused on one area of, quote, you know, self-help. And then I'll take a break. And then I'll be able to really think about that coursework and really implement it into my family, my business, my relationships, me. Because things will simmer. 
they'll simmer, they'll percolate, and then all of a sudden it's like slow, 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 and then boom. I just see things differently. And maybe that's, you know, a three, six-month, year, two-year process for me. And it might look a lot different for you in the ways that you learn, in the ways that you heal, in the ways that you are uniquely built. I think it's important that we honor the ways that we are uniquely built. Because here's the next spoiler alert. The world will tell you that you are not enough and that you are never done with self-help and improvement. And there are pieces of that that are true. I believe we are a constant work of art and evolution growing. Yes, but you are perfectly made. And in the self-help world, there are plenty of people that will sell you your shame back to you. Do a course. Maybe it doesn't solve all the problems, but they tell you that if you want success and you want a six-figure business or you want this type of body or whatever that is for you, whatever that self-help path is for you, they sell you on the glitz and the glam. And then when it doesn't happen, they sell you your shame back to you, telling you it's your fault so that you go look for the next solution in the next self-help endeavor. And I'm here to tell you, those things are not your fault. The system is set up for you to believe that you are alone and that for you to be successful, you need to work harder, you need to grind, you need to hustle. And that is false. That is false. You also need to rest. You need to recover. Both sides of that equation are what help you integrate whatever it is you're working on and whatever it is you're learning. And I see too many people get burnt out on the self-help and then reach for the next course or the next guru or the next best thing that will then solve their problems. And I'm here to tell you that you are the solution. So when is self-help stop helping? You'll know it's not helping when you're constantly looking around at all of the solutions that are outside of you. And are the things that you reach for helping you internally with that internal dialogue to unlearn certain beliefs and patterns that are no longer helpful to you that probably weren't yours in the first place? When you feel those things shift, and it will be small, it can be minor. When you feel them shift, you'll know you're on the right track. When you show up to conversations and you have more patience, when you show up in relationships and you have more joy or understanding or empathy, those are the things that to me are important. That's why we do the self-help stuff, to make sure that we can come home to our truest selves so that we're better ambassadors for our communities, for our families, for the things that are most important to us. So if you're getting your self-help here on this podcast with me, 
welcome. I am so glad you are here. And if you think I am going to solve any of your problems, you are wrong, my friend. But I am glad that you're here. And if you want to dive deeper with me, I encourage you to join The Den, my online strength training program, where you and I can have these conversations and also get hella strong. Until next time, team. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Den Download. Please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our conversations. If you appreciate the show, hop on over to iTunes and give us some stars. For more tips and notes from the show, check out allisontennyfitness.com and make sure to follow and come say hi over on the gram at Allison Tenney. Talk to you next week.